Hello, my name is Farron Glenfield. I'm the Church of Ireland Bishop of Kilmore, Elfin and Arda. It's springtime and the daffodils are out in all their glory. The birds are singing, building their nests. The swallows are on their way from Africa. All signs of things coming to life. In Easter, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if we look all around, God has placed into the created order the principle of dying and rising. These daffodils will die back in May and June. They'll go back into their bulbs and then after the harsh winter when they're buried, they will rise again in the spring of 2022. And in Jesus Christ, God has taken this principle that he's written into creation and done an incredible thing. Jesus died to deal with our sin and he rose again so that we could live the life that God intends for us. So in these services which are coming to you over Easter and coming beyond Easter into spring and early summer, I do pray that you will be filled with the life of God as you recognize who Jesus is, the living one, our Savior and Lord. Do enjoy these services and God bless. morning. You join us here from the South Leitrim and the Roscommon group of parishes where we have joined together with all ages both young and old, both near and from across the world to bring you this service today. Psalm 4 says, you have put gladness in my heart. As we have put this service together we have sought to portray to you that source of gladness. We have that Easter hope in our hearts, but an Easter hope not only that we hear, but we are to live out in our daily lives, wherever we are and whatever we are doing. So we pray that as we worship together this day, you may know too the joy of Easter and that God may put his gladness in your heart. Peace be with you and also with you. Come and see the love God has given to us. Come and see what it means to be children of God. Come with this hope that Christ's presence is real. With joy, we come to see the Lord.
we say the opening prayer together. Miraculous God, come to us now even as your Son came to those first disciples in the upper room. Speak your peace to our hearts. Touch us with your Holy Spirit. Reveal your word that we may hear your message this day and live as your disciples in the days and years to come, wherever we are and in whatever we do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We join together now in that wonderful Easter hymn, Christ the Lord is risen today. tells us that if we confess the wrong things we do, God will forgive us. Jesus taught us to love one another, but often we argue and hurt one another. God of all goodness, we are sorry. Jesus taught us to love one another, but often we think of ourselves and ignore each other. God of all goodness, we are sorry. Jesus taught us to love one another, 
but often we forget what he thought and forget one another's needs. God of all goodness, we are sorry. God of all goodness, help us to love one another as Jesus loves us and even we don't when we don't let us remember that you still love us and forgive us so we can pick up pick ourselves up and start again amen lord we do not always do the right thing we are sorry sometimes we say unkind things we are sorry Sometimes we do things that hurt others. We are sorry. Sometimes we do not help when we should. We are sorry. All these things turn us away from you. We are sorry. Help us turn back to you. Stop doing wrong and instead do what you want. Thank you for forgiving us. Amen. Almighty Father, who in your great mercy gladdened the disciples with the sight of the risen Lord, gave us such knowledge of his presence with, that, with us that we may be able to strengthen and sustain by his risen life and serve you continually in righteousness and truth through Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 John 3, verse 1 to 7. See how much the Father has loved us. His love is so great that we are called God's children. And so, in fact, we are. This is why the world does not know us. It has not known God. My dear friends, we are now God's children, but it is not yet clear what we shall become. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he really is. Everyone who has this hope in Christ keeps himself pure, just as Christ is pure. Whoever sins is guilty of breaking God's law, because sin is a breaking of the law. You know that Christ appeared in order to take away sins, and that there is no sin in him. So everyone who lives in union with Christ does not continue to sin. But whoever continues to sin has never seen him or known him. Let no one deceive you, my children. Whoever does what is right is righteous, just as Christ is righteous. Praise be to God. This reading is from Psalm 4. It tells us, He who is troubled but is looking to God for help. Answer me when I call, O God, of my right. You gave me room when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. How long, you people, shall my honour suffer shame? How long will you love vain words? And seek after lies. But know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself.
the Lord hears when I call to him. When you are disturbed, do not sin. Ponder it on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Oh, that we might see some good. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart more than when their grain and wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me lie down in safety. Here ends the reading. Jesus appears to his followers. While the two followers were telling this, Jesus himself stood right in the middle of them and said, Peace be with you. They were fearful and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. But Jesus said, Why are you troubled? Why do you doubt what you see? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. Because a ghost does not have a living body as you see I have. After Jesus said this, he showed them his hands and feet. While they still could not believe it because they were amazed and happy, Jesus said to them, Do you have any food here? They gave him a piece of grilled fish. While the followers watched, Jesus took the fish and ate it. He said to them, Remember when I, remember when I was with you before. I said that everything written about me must happen. Everything in the law of Moses, the books of prophets and the Psalms. Then Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He said to them, it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and that change of hearts and lives and forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all nations, starting at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things.
Good morning, Church of Ireland. It's a privilege to bring God's word for this service. And I thank God and our bishop. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Give us ears to hear, a focused mind, and a willing heart to seek to establish your kingdom in our short life, in Jesus' name. Amen. This message is a question. What does Jesus' resurrection mean today? Resurrection or the like is still relatively rare. In Dallas, in Dallas 2015, a 14-year-old boy fell through ice on a lake. Later on in the hospital, the staff worked for 45 minutes unsuccessfully. His mother, a devoted Christian, prayed aloud begging God for her son. Unusually, her son's life returned and also he made a full recovery, having had no heartbeat for an hour. In the year 33, Luke's Gospel, according to Luke's Gospel, chapter 24, Luke the doctor makes it apparent that Jesus' heart hadn't beat for some days. He'd been crucified by the Romans. His disciples, though pre-warned, were shocked at his execution. However, after three days, Mary Magdalene and then Peter brought news of meeting Jesus alive. Later still that day, two disciples met him going to Emmaus. They returned to Jerusalem late at night to tell the disciples. So we're pondering the meaning of Jesus' resurrection. And to help us, we'll join the disciples in Jerusalem. And they were talking over the last few days, painful events. And our, we're reading our chapter from verse 36 to 40. And it was probably in the small hours when they had another surprise visit. We'll read. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. And they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see. For a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. He said to them, Have you anything to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. So we see here, the Saviour himself came and stood in their midst. And there's a questionable adage that says, speak of the enemy. But Jesus' disciples talked about him. 
His word says, where two or three gather in my name, I am in the midst, Matthew 18:20. And he was. And herein lies a challenge. How much do we discuss our Saviour? What we talk about most, we draw near. It tells us who or what our life's truly about. God knows we can't hide from Him. His presence draws near those who are interested. And these ones were doing that. Amid their chat, He just appeared with three signs. He came in peace. Though his disciples had deserted him. And seeing him, they were terrified that they thought it was a ghost. He didn't knock. It seems that he was testing their faith. A thing we can often just assume just is there. That it exists, as it were, by itself. And 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine yourselves to see if you are in the faith. To be fair, they had three live reports of him already that day. Yes, the way he came unnerved them. But his concern was, it was like a lack of anticipation that he could, might come to them. God desires steadfast faith. They had seen him raise Lazarus and others. They saw him walk on a stormy lake. They had heard all his teaching. May God help us that we will grow in faith. Without it, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11. The second sign was his nail wounded hands and feet. And thirdly, he ate with them. Henceforth, Jesus has been fully alive and in resurrection form. And that's the best form that anyone can be in. And all Christ's followers are due for a resurrection one day. In John 20, it says his disciples rejoiced over the Messiah's return. And in John 16, 24, Jesus said that they could ask in his name. He says, ask anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, so that your joy may be complete. And that's one of the joys of the Christian faith. We can ask for anything pertaining to his kingdom. So at the opportune time, Jesus returned and confirmed his resurrection. Despite their, their doubts, their joy was beyond anything they could have imagined. And our second part, linked to the ascension, uh, Jesus explains his death and return. 44 to 48. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He said to them, 
Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and the forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. Jesus reminds his disciples, he had told them beforehand, everything that would happen. Every prophecy in the Old Testament, the first two-thirds of our Bible, had to happen. And there's still some to come. Human beings can be inclined not to pick up. We may not give enough attention or take it serious enough. The disciples were told, yet having a mind of their own, couldn't absorb it. He'd come to save humanity, and that's us, from ourselves and our sin. Not something else, like they thought, they thought it was the Romans. The result, his judgment and death, came to unprepared disciples. It was an unexpected and terrible blow for them. Thankfully, however, he was resurrected. And prominent in this explanation is the direction to proclaim his legacy. And what is it? Repentance and the forgiveness of sins. This is a key blessing of the resurrection. Jesus came to rectify the wages of sin being death which he paid for each of us. Normally, we're all due for this payment. But if we've repented and obtained his pardon, we are due a blessed inheritance instead. In effect, this truth worked the other way for Jesus, being a morally perfect human being. Death and hell found no reason or place to hold on to him. Because the wages of righteousness is always life. Therefore he had to be raised. And he came to give us this life in the fullest. If we want it. And he left us to tell others. A witness in court testifies to something they've seen or experienced. It has to ring true. For the testimony to be valid. Likewise, Jesus' raising had to be real to his disciples or they couldn't be witnesses, nor can we. In our last verse, he told them and the disciples of 2021, you are witnesses of these things. Who is this you? Who is Jesus' witness? Who is he depending on in 2021? And to conclude, we've asked, what does Jesus' resurrection mean? His resurrection means we are his resurrection witnesses. He's alive, he's the living God, and today, via repentance, and in him, we experience the same kind of life he enjoyed with his Father. With God's peace, 
with an upcoming resurrection joy of our own and the conviction to stand confidently on what he says. His witnesses to his life in whatever walk he's laid out for us. May God strengthen us to believe and to walk in the fullness of his joy. In Jesus' precious name, amen.
friend we can talk to. People with all the family across the world today. We are glad that you are alive. Amen. Dear Jesus, please be with all people who are scared, sick or sad, especially those who don't have any friends or family to help them. Amen. Dear Lord, we pray for family and friends who are separated from each other during these times of COVID. We pray for all who are unable to attend family events such as funerals, weddings and homecomings. Lord, we ask that you will comfort our hearts in these difficult times. From our home in New Zealand, we pray for family, friends and all those throughout the Diocese of Kilmore, Elfin and Adar. We look forward to joy of seeing each other face to face again. Until then, keep us all in your love and care. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, during this time, as we are apart from our family and friends, we give you thanks for the gift of technology. We thank you that even though we are in Australia, we can connect with our loved ones in Ireland and throughout the world. Even though we long to see them in person, we thank you that we can connect with them online, seeing their faces, hearing their voices, sharing a little of their lives. Across the miles, we pray your blessing upon us all. Amen. God our Father, we thank you that we are all different. We are different ages, we have different abilities, we have different appearances, likes and dislikes. Help us to remember that our whole world belongs to you and we are your children, brothers and sisters, in your love. Amen. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ, your only Son, to help us believe in you, love you and trust you. Please help us to show your love in our lives so that others may know and believe in you too. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We're going to join together now in our final hymn, for which we are joining the children uh, of the Hunt School, who have uh, ventured outside on actually a wonderful and glorious sunny day uh, to social distance and sing what has been the school hymn for many years. One more step along the world I go. Keep me traveling. 
Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.